Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Oxen Plows hashtag Canna Chick Chats podcast. I'm your host Lace and today I'm super excited to interview Jasmine Rundall. She is the creator and owner of Blue Dream Brides, a wedding and event planning company here based in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm so excited for our live interview today in my home with her. We will be discussing mental health and all things cannabis and the struggles of being in the industry as a woman and also we just smoke and get down today. Like, I'm super excited for you guys to listen to this. Um, she is such an amazing person, and um, I'm not going to take up any more of this intro. So, without further ado, here's my live interview with Jasmine Rundle. Hey, guys. I am so excited because right now we are live with Jasmine Rundle, who is my friend, my business partner, an amazing person, and also the owner of Blue Dream Brides, which is an events and wedding coordination planning everything company um, out here in Phoenix, Arizona, where we're based. Um, are you excited to be here right now? I am now? <laughs> so excited. We've been trying to make this happen for a while. We're yes. both crazy busy because entrepreneur life, but yeah. we made time. We made it work. Yeah, I think um, I'm really glad you're here. Me Jasmine's too. here in my home, and mm-hmm. um, you know we're actually in my bedroom right now on the floor because <laughs> it's the most quiet space. Ideal, of course. Yes, um, because my dogs are going to freak <laughs> out, so we wanted to come in here. It's very romantic, Of right? course. We have the candle going. <laughs> my CBD pen is by Peaceful my bed. Peaceful setting. Yes. Um, we're both extremely high we're right really now. High. We're really, <laughs> <laughs> really high. Like four dads in high. Yeah, I I don't know how you did that. Like, how did you do that? Like, I literally turned away for one second and I was like, oh damn, okay. Like, she's I know, out. I know. I like whenever I smoke with other people too. I'm like um, heating up their next dab before they're like, they're like, no, I'm still processing the first one. Are you insane? I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta go it. Normal people pace. <laughs> Sorry guys, um, we're going off on a tangent right now because we're just really happy right now. Um, but Jasmine, will you just? Um, I'm gonna kind of transition us into just introducing you and like kind of what you do and um, your story and some of the things that you're up to right now with Blue Dream Absolutely. Brides. Absolutely. So. Take it away. Um, so I started my cannabis wedding business just back in May. Um, I was sitting with someone, hanging out at Dom Life, at, you know, just a women grow event. Um, she was asking about my, my skills and um, how I plan events and everything. And um, when I mentioned my, um, my desire to eventually do wedding planning, she said, oh, so-and-so is having a cannabis wedding. And I was just like that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never heard of that before. Um, and so I went home and I, I researched it and sure enough, there's actual wedding companies and event planners on the, in recreationally legal states like Colorado and California who, mm-hmm. who have been doing this and, um, who have started the, the cannabis wedding expo. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things are, I was so surprised to find out this was actually a market. So that's really cool. And like, in terms of what made you think like oh cannabis wedding like 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 they don't have that is it like a passion did you just think about it in that way or what was the creative idea behind starting it I think the biggest thing for me was realizing it's so different from what anybody is doing specifically in Arizona right now um it's not a market that we have here because it's a very small market that um is is available to sell to 
but I think my biggest inspiration came from seeing a lot of the cannabis wedding content that was out there and realizing that there was a serious need for for more and I want to show people that you can indeed have you can have class Mm -hmm. with cannabis Mm -hmm. you know you can have a super classy luxurious wedding um and still have you know joint party favors and a medicated wedding cake and a dab bar and and all of that and so I'm I'm really um into the, creating the content to show people what they're capable of, what the options they're capable of having for this. That's so, so. cool. So um, walk our audience kind of through what you offer exactly, like as a service. So um, we definitely are able to do a lot of things um, just kind of based off of, of what the market here needs right now. You know, there's only going to be so many people at this time having cannabis weddings, but um there might be people doing smaller events who, who need just some help planning. So we're available to do consultations and we always do our first consultation free. Um, it is a full hour just to kind of give you a head start. We can help you create timelines or else we take on full service, everything we can do, um, you know, an entire wedding, um, full coordination and we can plan an entire holiday party or if your dispensary is hosting, you know, some sort of corporate event, we can, we can do all of that, but we're also available to do the smaller details that you might not have time to handle or, or need someone with those skills to take on. So that's so cool. So for me, like, I guess like I want to know more of like your experience with cannabis that made you want to be in the industry and kind of what that looks like. Yeah, my journey with cannabis has definitely been like, it's not even a story I'm so sure of because it was just such small things here and there. Like in high school, I was so, um, I was definitely one of those people who was so uneducated. (laughs) I remember telling my best friend, like, I don't want you to hang out with me if you're high because you only (laughs) want to hang out with me when you're stoned. (laughs) Like, making just the most uneducated assumptions about my friends when they were, you know, smoking cannabis. How old were you at this time? Um, So that was in 10th grade, so I was 17. (laughs) And I was just, you know, oh, it's terrible, whatever. Um, After high school, I did try it, like, one or two times. And like a lot of us, I ended up um, <laughs> too hard and, and had <laughs> totally overdone it and was paranoid. So I was going around telling everyone, you know, oh gosh, it's not for me. It makes me so paranoid. Mm-hmm. It was all about learning um, and moderation. Mm-hmm. And so after not smoking for about a year, I just decided, um, you know, all my friends were, were drinking and I, I didn't like it. I hated it, but... I wanted to be able to do something social too. Mm-hmm. And so I went and I bought a little tiny pipe in my first <laughs> gram. I took two hits and I was off my ass. And <laughs> I missed the days where, you know, my cannabis could actually last that long. But um, it, it affected me that well with the tolerance I have now. But um, from there, I just started. Sl- was it a medicine for you or was it more just social? Um, it was totally social at the time. I was just like, wow, this is, you know, something to do with my mm-hmm. friends. But um, then slowly it started to kind of help me with my, like, regular anxiety and stressors. It was helping me sleep mm-hmm. every night. Um, so unintentionally I started to discover the benefits that came with it. But it totally started as just, like, a fun social in my backyard type of thing, you know. It's not something I, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine if... Um, you know, like, 18, 19-year-old me who knew I was going to end up here with cannabis. Like, oh, point, my gosh. Yeah. There's just no way. And from that time to the time that you did get in the industry, when was what was your first job in the industry? My first job in the industry, um, 
I guess it was working. Volunteering with Women Grow, that's where I started. It was nothing paid. Um, my, my whole experience was, you know, I love cannabis so much. I got my medical card and then it was like, well, I want to be in the, in the what industry is, all the time. What is Women Grow? Just so our audience has an understanding of so what Women Grow is. Women Grow is a, um, international organization that supports, um, women getting jobs in the cannabis industry. So I am our speed hiring director currently for our Phoenix market. Um, but we do have markets all over the U S and a few in Canada, I believe. So very cool. And so when you have been volunteering, at what point did you come up with the idea to have your own business? Um, I guess it was seeing that everybody in Women Grow was an entrepreneur. Every single person had an idea was a business and had the confidence yeah. to pursue that mm-hmm. idea. And while I've like totally had them and I had taken business classes in college, I had never even dreamed of pursuing any of my ideas just uh, just assuming I couldn't you know it wasn't until I was surrounded by women who were doing it and doing it successfully um that I realized that I absolutely could pursue that so that's so cool and I I want to kind of talk about the negative experiences you may have had or just how hard it's been for you at this point in the industry to grow your business, maybe some challenges that you've kind of surfaced and are trying to either now curate and fix or um, past ones that have affected you or think, that hurt your business. Yeah, I think the biggest issue right now is, is to be honest, I love Arizona. I love living in Phoenix, but where we live, it makes this near impossible at times um there's so many limits because of not being recreationally legal but also because of how heavily stigmatized everything is you know there's plenty of vendors in the wedding industry that are not going to be willing to work with me simply because my name is attached to cannabis and therefore you know theirs would be too and while I can absolutely respect that it does make it a challenge to Mm -hmm. find vendors you know you only get a few for you know being able to post to this audience of 3,000 usually only get a few responses because mm-hmm. it's just not something people are educated on. They don't understand yet, so that's not something they want their business associated with. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's like it's something that we don't talk about Yeah. in the industry as women. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm really high, so I just like <laughs> completely drew a blank. <laughs> No, that's totally fine. I mean, we're live right now, you guys. We're high. We're having a great day. Um, It's cloudy and rainy here in Phoenix for the first time. It is. It's got me in a funk. And so we're a little (laughs) off. We're used to the sun. So, um, yeah, we're just high-functioning right now. But I actually, no, I do agree with that. I'm sorry about those being challenges we don't discuss frequently, especially amongst... um, amongst us women and I kind of want to use that to just mention that we are having our little brunch in the next few weeks because we we know these challenges we live them and we want to help all these um female entrepreneurs in the industry we want to so we're organizing something to get together with these ladies and and share ideas and motivate each other and we're very excited yes and it's going to be a platform for us to to discuss these challenges like you're saying so if you're in phoenix you can go to at blue dream brides on instagram and get more information or you can go to at oxen plow and i can give you information but if you're in phoenix and you want to attend our brunch it will be october 15th at 10 a.m in Mesa. Yay, I'm so excited so for that. Definitely message one of us for information on that. We'd love to have you and yes. to hear about your business ideas as well. You know, we're here to empower Just each other. And support each other. And I think it's important to tell the audience that 
well, Jasmine and I will be working together, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to be partnering on more of these events. Yeah, and, some very exciting things coming up. And for sure, yes, though. so we'll keep you guys posted. We're going to have Jasmine on again to kind of go over more of the details, um, and then also talk about other topics that you guys want to hear about. So, um, I know that um, I asked have asked you guys this before, but I think it's really important that we hear from you and understand like what you want to talk about on the podcast. So you can email me at ox, the letter in plow at gmail.com. And I will respond to all of your guys' thoughts and opinions. And if you have any hosts that you want to hear on the show, please definitely uh, reach out to me there. But um, very exciting things for ox and plow and blue dream brides. I think that we're going to have an event more so than just one time right Mm -hmm. not just brunch we're gonna do other fun things we have some events coming up for sure some exciting things to look forward to i just i hate we can't announce anything yet we can't announce anything. we're getting there Uh, (laughs) anyway we we will let you guys know um so i really want we're gonna transition again so um on the topic of uh, mental health i think that you know you and i have discussed this a little bit and um I feel really strongly about women in our community mm-hmm. and just the community in general, kind of understanding um, what it's what your story is with mental health and what you suffer with and how cannabis affects that. Like, I would just love to go over that yeah, with you. Of course, yeah, it's something that I um, I'm always really hesitant to talk about because um, we it's very hard to tell people that there there's a condition or a situation that exists that cannabis might affect negatively. There's a lot of people who do not want to hear that because cannabis is everything. It it's, fixes everything. And while um, you know, I'm not saying anything about what it can do, it's important to note that for some mental illnesses, you do have to take it in moderation. Um, and so about a year ago, I went to the hospital and was diagnosed with type 1 um, bipolar disorder. Leading up to that time... Um, I had been using cannabis, I mean, I was pretty much stoned 24-7. I was, I was never sober. I was using it as a coping mechanism. Um, and I think that's another thing we don't talk about is that, well, you know, we talk about cannabis being like one of the only drugs that, um, you can't get addicted to. That doesn't mean you don't have an addictive personality. That doesn't mean you don't have a mental illness that will cause you to still use that as a negative coping mechanism. So I actually went on a downward spiral with cannabis before it began to help me. It, um, you know, I was, I was using it to, to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, when I finally did get my diagnosis, I was able to, you know, talk to my doctor, told him I was a medical card holder, um, which I have for chronic uh, nausea and uh, knee injury. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, told him and I, he, I started to learn about how the illness can be aggravated um, by cannabis. And so my journey with it from there has been actually really difficult because I've had to learn how to balance it. I have to notice when I'm smoking too much. Mm. Um, I have to be really careful to limit it to being to social events and to at night before I go to bed because otherwise it becomes something um, that takes away from what I'm, I'm capable of accomplishing and my potential. Um, and I think that it's, it's really important that we talk about that there can be those negatives, that, we, that moderation is important, you know? So you would say that you smoke it medicinally to help you balance out your your day and in the the chemicals that aren't responding in that way normally like how other people that aren't suffering with what you do have. 
Yeah, I think that I, I, you know, have certain conditions like my nausea and everything yeah. and insomnia that are um, beneficial from smoking. I know that it helps the anxiety that comes mm-hmm. with bipolar disorder for sure. But, um, yeah, there, it does, it actually affects my brain chemistry and it's a mood altering drug, you know. Um, and when you are bipolar, those things, they really, really affect you. Um, you know, a glass of alcohol can affect me 10 times more than it can affect my friend who's not taking medication or who doesn't have a a mental illness. So that's something you have to be really, um, it's unfortunate, but you know what? It could be way worse. It's just something I have to constantly be aware of. Okay. And so when you smoke medicinally, what is uh, your blend? What's your strain? What do you, what helps you the most? And what are some ones that... Um, you recommend to the audience if they think um so I I live out in Mesa my just my go-to dispensary is health for life and I think they have some of the best blue dream and girl scout cookies ever and those are my go-to strains forever and if you've ever had blue cookies that would be the ultimate (laughs) because it combines them I was so excited to find that but um I think it is just like both of those they make me feel so good the first time I ever smoked Girl Scout cookies was in um northern California so of course it was like you know actual top notch (laughs) um and I remember like it was the most amazing experience I felt like my whole body was just like floating it was the best body high I'd ever had and so I think since then Girl Scout cookies has always been a go-to for um both my anxiety and what I need to to sleep for sure for sure and do you eat it too you know what? I am super sensitive to taste. Um, if it tastes like weed, I can't eat it. So there are very few edibles that I can actually handle. Um, Sublime lemon tea cakes are one of the my absolute go-tos. We'll tag these for you guys <laughs> oh, for sure. so that you guys can um, hear and know the brands that we're talking about that offer those edibles or that are good dispensaries yeah. here in Arizona that you want to check out. Um, but yeah, so what about how the family dynamic of what you go through and how cannabis is affecting that piece of your life and what you suffer with. So, um, it's been definitely a tough issue to take on in my family. There's, because my mom approaches it from, you know, a a concerned mom point of view. She, she wants me to be okay. And so smoking is, is to her, it's concerning. It worries her. She never knows, is that going to aggravate you? Is that going to affect you negatively? Is there education Um, that goes into that with your family? Yeah. Yeah. They definitely are so willing to, you know, we were recently talking about, um, I was explaining the new studies about driving under the influence of cannabis. You know, when I learn new information, my mom is always very open to hearing about it. But um, I think that her motherly concerns are always going to to trump that, you know. For sure. What are some, I guess, medical cannabis resources that if anyone in the audience is kind of going through or has struggled with what you have, what are some of the things that you found helpful um, in that process of either educating your family or yourself in, in, in what can help you the very best be successful? I am. Um, I'll be honest. I've I've had little success in finding resources for bipolar disorder related to anything cannabis. There's a lot of negative information, you know, uh, not negative, I mean, um, about the negative effects mm-hmm. that, you know, we have to be real with. I don't think there's a lot of, re- of information on um, people who have had benefits from, from using it with those illnesses. Um, and so I think that that contributes to the overall, you know, why my mom's going to continue to be worried or why people aren't going to be mm-hmm. able to see it if there's more negative education 
Um, but then in the community, I, you know, we talk about our mental health very openly, which I love yes, about Women Grow Events, because I've mm-hmm. met so many people about with um, similar mental mental illnesses who say that they are alive because of cannabis. It's, mm-hmm. it's their antidepressant, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I hear things like that, and I know that it, it's true that just because it isn't going to work that way for me doesn't mean it's not going to work that way for, for someone else. For sure. And so for the audience that kind of, you know, is in that position where you're at, what would you say is the best thing to do with the limited resources that we have for them? I think um, the best thing you could do right now, because we, we all need this, is to speak up in the community about your mental your mental health. Um, we bring a lot of awareness to all the illnesses that, you know, warrants having a medical card here legally in Arizona. We talk about them, we, you know, we have awareness events for them. But the stigma of mental health, it, it comes into this industry. It's followed us into the cannabis community, too. And so because there are limited resources for us, I believe the best thing you can do is keep sharing your story, whether you can do that in writing or you can do that at an event or um, if you have opportunity to do it to an audience. You know, I think sharing your story is the absolute most important thing. Get comfortable sharing it. Yeah, and curating more awareness, right, in mental health. And, you know, for me, like, as you know, and the audience knows, I've struggled with severe anxiety. Um, And what saved me was my experience with cannabis, with using CBD, um, and really um, trying to educate myself on what is going to best be for me and my body and how I respond because I feel like for me like I have had so many negative experiences smoking because maybe a strain was too much for my body and it would make me feel nauseous and you know get paranoid I would get paranoid yeah it would be worse so I was you know in that space and that time of desperation for anything natural that could help me but the resources and the actual medical uh, documentation supporting cannabis and how it affects your anxiety and mental health, there really isn't any. I think um, that Leafly is actually doing really good. When you go look at their illnesses, you can literally look at strains specifically for depression, for anxiety, and that's a huge step. That's making it normal. It's putting it up there with all those other illnesses. And it's so great that they've come out with that now Mm -hmm. because... It would have helped me back then. Absolutely, understanding. when you were looking, when you I was looking, been able to. exactly. And it's like the awareness of things like Leafly and like you know other you know Weedbud blog, all those other yeah. sites that offer this information. But it's not that it's not available. It's like how would you even know that there's a Leafly? You know, if you're someone mm-hmm. that's not in the industry or in the community. And I think that um, another setback that we have, too, is that while people can share their stories and post these reviews and say, hey, this strain helped me, um, we are so limited to how much we can share our social media. There are so many setbacks for cannabis on Facebook, on YouTube, things getting demonetized, um, ads getting deleted. I mean, it's actually a genuine challenge to share your message right now mm-hmm. if it's cannabis related. And I think that can keep, prevent people from, from stepping out and doing that as well. I agree. And I think that in time, you know, in the next five to ten years, I, knew, I mean, for sure in our lifetime, 
there will be no more of that like on social media and everything we're going to be able to share our stories and communicate and cultivate this industry just like any other industry retail you know food everything else and i saw that sign saying that they were going to start allowing cannabis to be smoked um i don't know what state it was but anywhere that tobacco was allowed and i felt like that was a really big step towards normalizing you know we should be able to share something cannabis related the same way we share something alcohol related you know you can share you can see ads for wine and for bars and stuff we need to have the rights to do that for our industry people are are literally losing money because they can't get to the audience they need it's it's awful but yet what's interesting to me is it's still a multi-billion dollar industry isn't that insane like just at scale like where we're at right now the potential for the potential is insane is insane even builds more than what the industry is at dollar wise right now today Um, I think about the shift that people who, you know, were teenagers in, like, the 70s smoking and where yeah. they, how they must look at it now. But imagine what it's going to be like for us in 30 years. Like, what is the cannabis industry even going to be? I can't even imagine it, you know? We it's have no idea. It's almost like the sky's the limit for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Once we get that legalization and you know it'll happen by that time, I mean, it really is. The, the possibilities are just endless. I know. I'm excited about it. Um, I want to kind of take our audience to just through some of the things that helped you design your business and build your business um, <laughs> and just how you have done that in a way that is, I think, very elegant and just very Thank well you. planned and thought out. Um, what is some kind of resources you can give them? Um, and just like talk about um, the I guess maybe three good resources for someone starting out that wants to do events or weddings um, in, in this space specifically and what helped you. And what can help them? Um, well, for sure, the the biggest help of all in this in both industries, cannabis and wedding industry, has been Facebook groups. Like I had no idea the connections. Like that you marketing could, through those groups. Um, marketing, but like finding people to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and and networking more than anything. You know, I'm a part of this group called Event Ensemble and. Um, Arizona styled shoots and so people are constantly posting I need to hire a florist for this I need a couple to model for this um, and the other one you know you say okay I've got a couple looking for for so and so and you get all this it's just it's changed everything when you've got 3,000 people in one Facebook group you post one message and you've got a couple things to choose from like almost instantly um, that has changed the game for me for sure getting into this it's how I've been able to do styled shoots honestly um, so that was my absolute biggest one I think that's helped me the other of course has been having to learn marketing and branding and that was through you <laughs> so Lace oh has my designed gosh. my entire website my business card my logo everything and she's um, amazing she's very skilled at it and it is I can't tell you guys the difference that it makes to work with someone who is not just canna friendly but um you know, a participant in the cannabis community, someone who's passionate about it. Um, that's how I think we were able to really connect is our, our shared passion for that. Um, but having somebody who is experienced that you can ask questions to, because of course you can do your research and, and then, you know, you should have confidence in your skills, but you need to have someone to ask questions to. And, um, I for sure have been able to get all the guidance needed, um, you know, going through you and, um, been able to just learn so much about how this even works, things mm-hmm. that I would have never known. And so I think that that would um, definitely be my second one. The third resource, I don't know. I'm going to say cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> cannabis <laughs> helping me get through the stress of this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because, you know, 
for for me like even the stress of and I don't know if you can say the same it is like high stress when you're starting your business the things that you have to do like the business registering your business um trying to get funding the amount of time that we spend googling to start a business at the (laughs) the amount of time I'm constantly google was my business education everyone I just want everyone to know that that was that was my business 101 class did not help me google did it's like I'm hunting for every single single answer answer. and you kind of just want to type in one question and hope the right answer is going to pop up right there or the right lawyer oh my gosh but no 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 not that easy but it makes it worth it all of that agonizing hard work it makes every second of this worth it um and you know I'm starting to just barely get that recognition where people are able to say oh you know there is someone in this in this community in this market that does um cannabis weddings in Arizona and um I get to actually go speak on the bud show tonight about that which will be on Yay! their Facebook page um so. you guys we're gonna um have that link in the show notes so then you can go and yeah it'll be tonight Arizona time 10 p.m um, but yeah, that's just, I feel like all of this, I mean, Jesus, the, the agony that's going with starting this, all of this stress, it's worth it for these moments. Sorry guys, we are live. Those are my dogs freaking <laughs> out. I'm today. so sorry, you guys. Um, very feisty. Um, it's so cute. I think, you know, for me, like, and I don't know if you agree with this, but the struggle and is really the definition of the process. And I think that it um, isn't highlighted. I feel like we highlight the success, but we don't highlight the shit that it takes to get there. Because I don't know about you, but I'm still in the shit of my business. So I think for me, (laughs) the struggle in the industry is really what has helped me get stay focused and stay positive in my business perspective a hundred percent like I know that every single hour of exhaustion is going to be worth my business and we I we just don't talk about it we don't talk about the shit and it's like I feel like you've gone through it and I've gone through it and being broke and like trying Mm, to start your business absolutely with like absolutely no resources or anything yeah and I also think I don't I didn't appreciate how much my um my how hard I work would put me above there is above a lot of people in this industry mm-hmm. um my my willingness to go that extra mile to make these things happen is really what's led me to have all those opportunities but unfortunately that means I've worked with a lot of people who have let me down in order for me to realize that lesson you know for me to realize that hard work uh, can be a little bit harder to find when you're when you're working in this industry especially when you're working under someone supporting their dream when you're trying right. to also support yours and they're not allowing you to do that because they feel it's competition or you know right. it's and I mean I've experienced that in the industry we went over that in the podcast um, for you know right it's just I do want to add how many hard oh, workers yeah. we know in yeah, the cannabis no, industry sure. just yeah. tons and tons mm-hmm. but for all of us who are we also know those people who have really you know let us down with that so I just wanted to give credit to those who are putting uh, in that work with us, you know, and making this the industry that's becoming. Yeah, and, like, I don't know about other communities, especially people in the industry, like, in other states and cities, major cities, but the follow-through of working with other people in the industry and dispensaries, and it's a hard hustle. It is, and that's what we were just talking, you know, with our um, partner on the phone about is how, you know, it just seems, it depending, it doesn't even matter your location, it's in this industry, the coordinating, the communicating, it is an absolute battle, and I just, 
it's frustrating. It shouldn't be that way. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, we want to be perceived in this industry as laid back and like... And we want people to we, perceive this industry as... As a business professional. As professional like everything else, but... In terms of communication. We've, we've got a long way to go. And for it's, sure. It's okay to acknowledge that, I think. No, I think that that's fair and yeah. we should and... I mean, we we could sit here all day I and know. talk about it. <laughs> I can tell you all my feelings but, about yeah, this. Oh but. my god! <laughs> but you know, we'll save you guys from that for another episode. <laughs> another um, but Jasmine, thank you so of much course. for being here with me in my home and I'm so glad we got smoking to with out. me. It was so good. I, I loved it. Um, is there anything you want to say to the audience? Tell them where they can find you um, and where they can book their cannabis events oh, and course. weddings. Yeah, yeah just pimp so yourself out right now. I, I do have Blue Dream Brides on all my social media platforms. You can follow our Facebook page. You can follow us on Instagram, which is definitely, I think, where we're the most active right now mm-hmm. um, to actually get any quotes or schedule anything. And like I said, all first consultations are free. Um, you can go to our website or email bluedreambrides at gmail.com. Um, holidays are coming up and dispensaries, you know, we know you guys have your your staff parties that you're getting ready to start planning. So please reach out to us if you need any coordination assistance or florals or anything like that. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank and you so it's so much. exciting to get to, to do this with the person who helped me create and and get to where I am now, oh you know. Gosh. I'm I think flattered. I hope you all I'm just honored. know how wonderful Lacey is and all the things that, you know, she's no, you're we're wonderful. going to accomplish <laughs> together and I'm just I look forward to everything that oh. we're pursuing right now. Well, I'm honored that you're my partner Aww. and to be a part of it and I think that we're going to be a great team. Absolutely. So you guys uh stay tuned for us to we'll be posting about our upcoming events. Um our Facebook event for what our next event is our brunch. It is our brunch October 15th, 10 a.m. Yes. So please email us, uh, DM us on Instagram and we'll give you guys yeah. the details. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. I we're going to go smoke you guys. Like that was, <laughs> we, we're going to go smoke again. Okay. Yes, so, <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for being here. Jasmine. Absolutely. Right, thank bye, you for bye having guys. me. Bye.